Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, it's Mary McDonough. This is Judy Norton. This is Ellen Gear. And this is Michael Learned, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, welcome you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television that's happy to bring you a few more highlights of the special roundtable discussion moderated by Leonard Malton and featuring Walton's cast members Michael Learned, Richard Thomas, Judy Norton, Mary McDonough, John Walmsley, Eric Scott, and Cammie Kotler that took place just before Thanksgiving Day at the Hollywood Museum and which celebrated the 50th anniversary of the premiere of the Walton's television series and the launch of the brand new Walton's exhibit that is now on display at the Hollywood Museum. The Walton's exhibit features original costumes, props from the set, cast loan collectibles, and a whole lot more. For tickets and more information, thehollywoodmuseum.com. TV Confidential was at the Hollywood Museum on the day of the official unveiling of the Walton's exhibit, and we have been playing highlights of that special roundtable discussion as part of our coverage. As we pick up the conversation, Leonard Walton asked the cast of the Waltons to share a few memories of Will Gear, the actor who played Grandpa Walton on the Waltons. that in mind, the next voice you'll hear will be that of Richard Thomas, followed by Michael Leonard, and then John Walmsley. I miss him all the time. Uh, I think about him all the time. Uh, I laugh all the time. Um, and uh, I, I get very emotional just, uh, just talking about him. He was a precious person, outrageous. Um, you know, in the best ways. And I saw more of Will Gear's ass than I ever <laughs> And outrageous in, in ways that most of the Walton fans across the country would never have guessed in a movie. <laughs> we took me, first time I went to visit his West Hollywood compound, where, by the way, he put up a lot of people who had been blacklisted along with him. Mm-hmm. He was a great uh, caretaker of many blacklisted people, um, uh, being a good old red himself. Uh, and he pointed out a, a four-poster bed where he slept outside uh, in the courtyard of one of the things. And he said, well, I said, that's great. Will you sleep outside? He said, that's a habit I picked up from my second common-law wife. <laughs> you never knew where it was going to come from. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He, he, they would all come and do. They came to a Christmas party of mine. They pulled up and just about wrecked all the other cars on the street on the, in the Hollywood Hills to come out and do a St. George and the Dragon Mummers play at a Christmas party. Hmm. 
Yeah, it was really something. But I could say um, I knew Will from before the Waltons from theater, mm -hmm. and Will would plant a garden wherever he went, and he actually yes. planted the garden of the Walton, the Waltons yep. garden. That was Will. He did that. So wow. he was like Johnny Appleseed. But he also. Uh, he, he made a commitment to himself that he wanted to meet five new people every day. Hmm. And, and he would come in on the set and he would sit there. And it wasn't five people that he would meet. By the end of the day, there'd be 10 people and then he would go off to lunch with them and then they would come back and then there was another five more. So there would be about, it was like having Buddha on the set. You had about 15, <laughs> 20 people and he would entertain them and tell them stories because he had a plethora of information that he could, he could partake to anyone about any subject. And I think about the last time I met five people in one day, how exciting and exhilarating that was. That's the way he lived every day. And it was pretty amazing about it. John, do you want to chime in here? Will's friends used to tease him for uh, taking money for playing himself. No. So anyway, Bill did put on these, these Christmas plays um, every year, and he would drag, you know, any, any, any of his entourage, as Richard was, was saying, uh, any of us, you know, whether it was, was me or it was Cammy or whoever, he would drag them along to, to do these, these plays, and they were always uh, terribly under-rehearsed and uh, improvised, which was just great. Um, when I finally, um, a few years ago, went to Stratford-upon-Avon and I was speaking to some of the docents there about Shakespeare and how, how they worked back in the day, and they, they told me that a lot of the stuff, a lot of Shakespeare productions, there was a lot of improvising going on because they were putting out a new show every week and you, know, you just couldn't remember it all. So there was a lot of winging it. I thought, well, it wasn't just Will. Will was being really authentic, actually because that's how it was done. And we would do, you know, St. George and the Dragon, and then, do you remember um, playing the Hollywood Bowl yeah. with Will? Yeah. We did a benefit for Shakespeare. It was called As Y'all Like It. <laughs> and we all went on stage and did a, did a, a, a Walton's takeoff on the, on the Scottish play, and uh, the girls were playing witches around the cauldron. We brought the mule on stage with us, I think Eric, tried to jump on the mule several times and kept falling off, so eventually he just kind of walked alongside the mule. Uh, I played a little guitar, and uh, I, I don't know if the mule relieved himself on stage or not, but uh, probably. You know, that was, that was kind of the way things went. And uh, Will took it all in stride. One of my uh, first um, live shows uh, at Will's Theater, he had a, um, before they, they built the big, beautiful theater that they have now, they had a little uh, temporary stage, which was built around the, the base of a tree, right? And that's where you'd perform, it'd be a, a mic stand on this little platform. And I got out there with my guitar and started singing. And, you know, one of the hippie girls that lived in Topanga took off her top, right? And, you know, exposed her breasts. And I thought, this is the life. <laughs> This is, this is why I got into show business. <laughs> it was all thanks to Will. I learned a lot, of, a lot from Will, a, a lot, about a lot of things, about life. About, but one of the things I did learn was a sense of self-preservation as an actor, because I remember, I think it was in our second or third episode about the circus coming to town, 
And at the end of the episode, Will and I were standing on the tracks watching the train go away, and I was just emoting my little face off. And Will was standing behind me, you know, and he had a very large hat that he would wear. And I was, the camera was right here, I was just, my eyes were welling with tears, and my lips were quivering, and I was acting like, and I happened to look over my shoulder, and there was Will with his hat, thick, going like this. <laughs> so I never let him st let him stand behind me again. <laughs> Could I just quickly say something? I just want to say, I have the Christmas spirit. This is so lovely, this room. And I want to thank Danelle Shadigan for this wonderful museum and for having us here today with all of you. Michael Learned, Richard Thomas, John Wamsley, and Eric Scott all sharing memories of Will Gear as part of the special roundtable discussion moderated by Leonard Malton that took place just before Thanksgiving at the Hollywood Museum that celebrated the launch of the brand new Walton's exhibit. The Walton's exhibit now on display at the Hollywood Museum. Tickets and more information, thehollywoodmuseum.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have one more segment to play for you that includes cast memories of Ralph Waite. We'll play that for you in just a second. But first, besides the seven cast members that participated on stage as part of the main presentation, several actors who either guest starred on the Waltons or had recurring roles or appeared as various characters on the Waltons were also on hand at the Hollywood Museum that day, one of whom was Ellen Gear the daughter of Will Gear and the artistic director of Will Gear's Theatricum Botanicum. TV Confidential had a chance to catch up with Ellen Gear just before the start of the official ceremonies. We're at the Walton's exhibit at the Hollywood Museum and we had a chance to uh, run into our friend Ellen Gear, daughter of Will Gear, artistic director of the Theatricum Botanicum, the wonderful theater in the round founded by Will Gear. If you're ever down in Southern California, you want to evening or afternoon the theater it's, it's a great place to see a play both classic plays and new plays good to see you it's good to see you yeah it's outside in a canyon with the wonderful oak trees the california oak trees are there and it's an outdoor theater we also have lots of classes for young people um, so i do hope your your audience will come we open in june we will look forward to that, and hopefully we'll have a chance to talk to you a little closer to that again. But That would be great. In the meantime, uh, uh, today the Hollywood Museum is celebrating the 50th anniversary of the premiere of The Wall. It's hard to believe. I know. I know. I can't imagine when, uh, when, when your dad started this or, or, or when you started your career that you, we would be here In, all, all these see, years later. I know. And what's so fascinating, here we're at the Hollywood Museum. We have just uh, been given funds, so we're going to start a museum uh, with Woody Guthrie, Will Gear Museum to uh, do a lot of Americana things, and I have so many things of both of those people's 
things that we're going to put on display and so we're very excited so we'll learn from walking around here <laughs> oh we're very we're very excited to hear that the wonderful I've, I've heard so many things about your dad yeah one was that he was a character in every sense of the word I have a colleague who, who just told me this afternoon she saw him many years ago grocery shopping <laughs> she, he wore like an orange jumpsuit that's pop <laughs> that's pop he he just you know he was of the people that's who he was. Very much of the people and very grateful to be a working actor, especially after losing a good part of his career. Oh, yes, from the, uh, from the blacklist. Um, yes, from the blacklist. And, and uh, Topanga saved us. We found that spot. And it's it, he made his uh, living by horticulture. He sold plants mm -hmm. because he graduated from the University of Chicago and had a degree. And uh, so it... He, he could do that, and that's how we kept alive, <laughs> was through his nursery. Ellen Gear is with us. Ellen Gear is the artistic director of the Theatricum Botanicum, founded by Will Gear. We're spending a few minutes talking about Will Gear at the Hollywood Museum. It is the holidays. Holidays are upon us. Yes. You know, the Waltons celebrate pretty much every major holiday. Well, one. do you know the 50th? We're also having our 50th as a theater. At Theatricum. The Waltons and uh, Theatricum are the same. <laughs> we're, we're 50 years that's old. Right. That's right. He, <laughs> that's right. He founded it around the time he started yes, doing the Waltons. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. Do, do you have any holiday traditions that... Uh, the family you, all gets together and we love each other. That's 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 the best way. It's the only way. Yeah. Ellen, thank you so much for spending yes. you par a few minutes of your day, and we'll talk again uh, uh, after that the first of the year. All right. Any help we can, we would love it. You have a beautiful day and happy holidays. Thank you. Actress Ellen Gear, daughter of Will Gear, and artistic director of Will Gear's Theatricum Botanicum on the legacy of her father and the upcoming museum dedicated to her father and Woody Guthrie that will be coming soon to Theatricum. Botanicum, the brand new Walton's exhibit now on display at the Hollywood Museum. Tickets and more information, thehollywoodmuseum.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash TV Confidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.